This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <clears throat> OK, it's a, a lovely warm welcome, as always, to uh, Chelsea legend Kerry Dixon. How are you, Kerry, this week? I'm fine, thank you, Dave. Good stuff. Now, you had your first uh, uh, premiere, didn't you, for the, the new uh, documentary about yourself uh, last week. So how did that all go? Well, uh, it went very well, I understand. Um, it's not really for me to say, of course. It's for people who attended to say. Um, so far, the feedback has been very positive. Um, you know, th- these things, are, you attend, they're a good evening, you get to meet plenty of people, um, all with good intentions, they all say nice things, and we all have a good time. But by and large, um, it's about whether they like the film. Um, having a good evening seems to be second nature if I'm being honest uh, most evenings are good ones when we're out Chelsea fan talking about the subject that we tend to like and you know things quite comfortable in that but uh, in terms of the film um, I just hope that people like it it is what it is and you know people can make their own judgment they can indeed and I mean I, I will give a quick plug out for it but it's midnightproductions.co.uk forward slash uh, footy legends 100 I believe I mean we, we mention it on the on the main Chelsea fan cast regularly so I'm, I'm sure people will know by now but uh, uh, I think I think that you're pre they're pre-ordering for the DVD so everybody listening to this show get on it because uh, I haven't seen it myself yet I hope to in a, in a week or two but it, I'm sure it's an absolutely cracking film uh, anyway, we should talk about the football, really, shouldn't we, Kerry? And, of course, uh, um, well, it, it's interesting, you know. We, we we both got the old prediction right last week about West Ham being 2-1. But uh, what, what surprised me most, actually, was how uh, pumped up uh, Antonio Conte was after the game. I mean, clearly, you know, he felt that that was a big win and, and, and was really, really important, perhaps more so than I, a lot of the supporters I know felt it was. But... I mean, his reaction afterwards was, was, I think, spoke a thousand words, didn't it? Yes, it did. Well, you know, we we did say that, you know, West Ham will be pumped up and it's one of them games that might not necessarily be for some of the other title rivals, but certainly for Chelsea. Um, You know, it's one of them games that there could be a potential banana skin. Um, We knew West Ham would be very physical. We knew 
Andy Carroll be playing. We knew there'd be confrontations. And we thought Chelsea would have to do certain things. And I have to say, I think they did very well indeed at you know, stopping the, the service to Carroll. Um, I, thought, I think he's a decent player. He's certainly very strong in the air. But if you, as I said on the show last week, if you stop the service to him, which they did, um, he can't prove too much of a threat. He'd still put himself about, um, still try to run around. But I think defensively, we handled him very well indeed. Um, you know, by and large, I thought, we thought it was going to be a tough game and Chelsea would nick it by the odd goal, as they did in terms of the scoreline. But in terms of the contest, I have to say, I thought Chelsea were well worth the win. Um, I thought that we were the better side. And, you know, although West Ham huffed and puffed, they didn't really, for my money, um, ever threaten to win the game. You know, once Eden Hazard has put us in front, um, I always thought we were in control of that. And uh, it was a very good win. You know, any win's a good win and you only have to look at the, you know, Stoke getting a draw at Manchester City and away three points at West Ham was a very good win for us. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I, I agree with you totally, actually, about the way um, I thought Louise and uh, Cahill, uh, you know, managed Carroll particularly well. But I actually also think, more importantly, Aspie and, uh, and Moses stepped up to the plate as well because, of course, a lot of people have been saying that you know, that they were susceptible to a ball coming in and, uh, you know, and having somebody like Carroll on the end of it. And I thought that they did very, very well. They really were focused, I thought, in dealing with that threat. And, and Courtois did a lot of punching to get the ball out of the danger area. But I also agree with you, actually, because, I mean, you know, to be honest, I was a bit nervous about the match because West Ham have a habit of, you know, playing like champions when they when they, when they they play us for some reason. But uh, I thought we were really in control for most of that game. I thought we made it look quite easy, really. And, and frankly, mate, we should have been three or four up uh, by half-time, I reckon. Well, um, yeah, I thought we were the better side. I don't know about three or four up. Uh, we had some good opportunities. Yeah. Um, incidentally, the, the two players who have been, or people pick out as the stars, if you like, um, were the two that actually got the goals got on the score sheet and you know it was a lightning break from Eden Hazard and of course the typical Diego Costa um, alertness sitting around the box that you know got the second but it was uh, it was just one of them performances that we matched them for the fight we had that little bit more if you want class or talent in the side uh, which I often say that that is the case, and it? it was just it was just coincidental, really. The, the two players that scored the goals were the two players that invariably provide the end product in, in, in many of the away victories that we've had this season. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an absolute. I thought it was a superb goal by Hazard. I thought uh, you know that was a, a rapier-like counter attack, and I thought he put it away really well. And I agree with you, actually. I, I, for me, that was a proper old number nine goal. That you know, being in the right place at the right time off a corner and going in off his knee. You know, beautiful. I love that. Um, it's quite interesting, actually, because Costa was getting loads of stick. Can you believe it? He was getting stick. Because apparently, uh, according to the experts on uh, social media, um, he had too many unsuccessful touches, Kerry. Now, I, I had a right rant about this on, on, on the podcast that we did on Tuesday. But, you know, for somebody who's been there, who has worn the number nine shirt for Chelsea, who has played for their country, please explain to these idiots that actually, you know, that there's so much more to being a striker than successful touches? Um, at the end of the day, you hand in the CV, and I've said this a few times, you know, uh, on, on that CV should be goal scored. It's number one, credit, um, goals assist, um, successful touches, and part of team pattern and team play, I think would be third or fourth down the list. Um, obviously, 
in an ideal world, you'd want to be top of everyone. But given the choice, I think the main department is uh, goal scored and uh, one out of two is, is the one. Uh, that's the main one. And, you know, as it turns out, it was the winning goal. Uh, the second just puts us a little bit out of touch and kept us and made sure we, we wasn't susceptible to the late um, onslaught and the odd goal that might come our way, if that was to be the case, and it, and it was on this occasion, um, it wouldn't affect us in terms of points. So um, every goal is a crucial one, but listen, I wouldn't worry about too many assists. And, you know, people can pull stats out of anywhere. They can turn them around. Um, did he have a great game? Well, not necessarily. I didn't have many great games, uh, nor did Gary Lineker, for that matter. 48 goals for England. Um, great games. Um, you know, how many goals you get? You know, team points, goals and totals. How many goals were crucial goals? Winning goals, first goals. At the end of the day, Diego Costa, for me, is contributing. And, um, yeah. you know, you can talk about his touches, his passes. He didn't make so many tackles, didn't make any run. They can pull so many stats out. I've seen people at the top of at the top of various charts and statistics that oh they've had a great season. Well, their teams finished mid table. They've covered so much so much ground and so many tackles and so many passes. But a team somewhere near second half or bottom of the bottom half of the, uh, of the league, um, Diego Costa near the top of the goal scoring charts. Albeit his rivals for that particular crown are pulling out all the stops at the moment. Um, he needs to get a few more and a couple of hat tricks and things like that in certain games but nevertheless the team is top of the league and, and going along very nicely and he's a part of it so um, no I wouldn't worry too much about it and, and as someone who didn't have many great games but scored of quite a few goals um, maybe there's no message to Diego Costa other than keep on doing what you're doing well, thank you very much, Kerry. And as I said, if they won't take it from me, they blooming well should take it from you because you really do know what you're talking about when it comes to that. Um, you also mentioned, actually, a minute ago, uh, uh, you know, the fact that, that Stoke pulled out, I think, a really good result against City last night. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it was expected or not, but, I, I mean, it's certainly done us a huge favour, I think, because there's, there's a, you know, there's a thing going around. Somebody who's much cleverer and better at maths than I am uh, is is working out how many uh, points we need to win the title, and it's all kind of worked out against what the other teams, you know, what what, what points they need as well. So it's it's quite complicated. But anyway, the bottom line is that as a result of City lose uh, drawing last night, uh, we now need uh, twenty four points to secure the title. So it's gone down from twenty six. And I've worked that out that basically that means seven wins, two uh, three draws, and and we can afford a defeat. So we're getting closer and closer each week, but it doesn't half help when somebody like Stoke does us a favour, doesn't it? Oh, there's plenty of clubs out there that'll do favours, you know. You look at the Everton's, you look at the difficult away games that teams will have. It's not necessarily the fact that um, people will play against each other. Um, it, it, it's as much about, um, you know, other teams being as consistent as Chelsea. And, you know, <laughs> this season, as we always say, the cliches are still there most consistent team will win the league and um, you know up to this point we're the most consistent side if it continues for that well seven games as you say um, then the league will be won um, that is the case and that is how it is uh, make no bones about it and you know you can look at this game what team who will win that one who won't there will be banana skins for every team and you know you can look at each week's fixtures and someone will slip up not every team's going to take maximums and Chelsea's just got to keep their own house in order and just keep going along, doing what they do week in, week out. And I'm not going to say the title's theirs, but it's in their own hands, as we all know.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, just sit, take every game as it comes, cliche, cliche, but that's the way to do it and, and just keep winning, you know. So uh, may they roll on. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Obviously, uh Turning to uh, next Monday's uh, fixture, obviously we have a bit of a break from the league. We've got the, the FA Cup, the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, I should say. And uh, I think for me, mate, you know, it doesn't come much bigger than Man United. They're, 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 I, I love playing a, a big team like that in the Cup. Um, first thing we should say, of course, is that Ibrahimovic uh, has got banned, uh, you know, for his shenanigans uh, with Tyron Mings last weekend. Um Here's a question for you: Is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, you know, we're, we're, is it, have we got a better chance without him playing or what? Yeah, he's a class act. I have to say, um, yeah, and he's a good player, and he's a player in form, scoring goals. So, yes, it's a it's a blow for Manchester United, um, and yes, it's a plus, but that doesn't mean it's an easy role or an easy ride for us. We've got <laughs> they've got players to come in and players who can do, you know can do the business um, and players will be itching to prove that they should be in for one reason or another Wayne Rooney obviously springs to mind that they've got plenty of other options um, you know Rashford could play up front they, they could move things around they've got a lot of options um, it's not going to be an easy game but I have to say it, it's been made slightly easier when you start to take out players in form and uh, yeah it, it, it's more beneficial for Chelsea uh, that he's not playing and you know We've still got to perform on the day. We've still got to produce a result. If we don't play ourselves, uh, they'll produce a side that can can get a result there. So, you know, it's about us again. Um, We want this tournament. We really do. I know the league is what it's all about, but we've already said you're a supporter, I'm a supporter. Um, We want to go to Wembley and, Mm. you know, put one over on Manchester United. 
and indeed, obviously, the Jose factor will come into play. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, it, 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 I mean, Ibrahimovic. I mean, funnily enough, his record against us isn't isn't that good. But I agree with you. Love him or or, or hate him, he's he's a class act. And uh, I think you know, to many, to, to a large extent, he's actually carried United for a lot of this season and and chipping chipping in with some really important goals. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kerry. When you played, you had you had a great head of hair, as we all know. But would you ever have been seen dead in a man bun? <laughs> no, I had long hair at times, and I've had long hair recently at times. But uh, no, not not for me. I'm afraid I'm just going to have to hang loose, as they say. But uh, yeah, well, no, there would be Chelsea... no bums or. Yeah. <laughs> I think many a Chelsea fan is very happy to hear that, mate. Actually, but there you go. Um, <laughs> going back to Jose, because you did you did mention him a minute ago, and he, of course he's he's coming back. And you know, the last time uh, the last time he was at the bridge, he got a bit of a spanking, if if, if the truth were to be told. Um, they've got a really difficult fixture uh, this evening, actually kicking off fairly fairly soon, I think. And they're in Russia, and he's already been moaning about uh, the the poor state of the pitch. Um, and I think from what I've seen, he, he, he's picked a pretty decent side, which is kind of what I expected, because I have a suspicion that he's quite keen to do well in the Europa League. And I mean, it's, a, it's another route into the Champions League. So you can see the sense in that. Um, I, I mean, you don't we don't know, of course, because Jose can do anything, can't he? But my suspicion is that he may well uh, play what, what you could consider a weakened team against us on Monday night. And I also have a suspicion that he may well park the bus and uh, you know try and sneak a sneak a you know sneak a one nil win or even go to extra time and penalties. I have I have that feeling. I mean I don't know how you feel about that. Well, as I said before, many a time managers can do whatever they want. They can set the strategy out. The people that make it happen are those that go on the pitch and play. Um, if you don't perform, don't do what you want. You can make changes from the sides, different players on to do certain things. But at the end of the day, um, if Eden Hazard goes on a run and beats three of his players, there's not much Jose shouting, jumping, surf, surf, crowd surfing, can't do about it. You know, um, that's the way football football is. And, 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 you know, if Chelsea perform on the night like they have been, then yes, I think we'll win the game. Um, and it, it's a very tight game. I think we'll win it. I don't see a 3 or 4 nil again. Um, unless, of course, he does field a weakened side. It's an interesting thought that you've just had, and it hadn't crossed my mind, I've got, I've got to be honest. Um, I thought, you know, on what I know of Jose, invariably you're in it to win it. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, he'd look at the cup competitions thinking he's not going to win the league. Um, the Europa Cup, I agree, as a route into the Champions League for Manchester United would be a great first season for him um, to win the Europa League and get into the Champions League. So, yes, I, I imagine that might be number one priority. But certainly the FA Cup and uh, a domestic honour is another one that um, he would relish. Um, obviously, a fourth-place finish is, is not out of range for them, but um, time is running out for them in the league. And they had a frustrating result at the weekend as well. So, you know, um, don't no. I'm not going to try and double guess people because you know that'd be foolish. Any manager that is, but I have to say that uh, I think Chelsea, in their current form, home advantage, United without Ibrahimovic, I think we're we're, we're definite favourites. Mm, well, I, I, do you know what, mate? Even if they're at full strength, I, I reckon we'd be favourites. But I do, I do think it's interesting. I mean, you know, they've, they've all, United have already picked up the uh, the League Cup, uh, so. Uh, 
he's already won a trophy this year. I, I, I think that they are going to struggle to make the top four. I really do. So I do think that he possibly feels that their best bet of getting Champions League football next season is to win the Europa League. And as I said, I think he's put out a fairly strong side tonight. Um, we we shall see. You never know, do you? I mean, that's the beauty of football um, until we see what, what, what he turns up with uh, on, on Monday. Um, I think the, 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 the other side of that coin, of course, is, is what Antonio Conte will do. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, that he will put out a pretty strong side uh, for Chelsea because I think he will respect Jose and, and respect the fact that it's United, irrespective of what Jose may or may not do. Uh, I, I think he clearly fancies winning the FA Cup. And I, and I think what, what indicates that, actually, is the last round against Wolves, he per, he played both Hazard and Costa. So, and many of us didn't expect to see those two playing. So I have a suspicion he may well play a pretty, well, first string side, to be honest. I mean, would, would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is only two games away from Wembley. Um, come on, yeah. he's going to put out a decent side. Fully aware of it. But Manchester, he doesn't want Jose coming back here, steaming his thunder having to talk the talk and wait till next year to put things right. Um, no, he's going to want to, he's going to want to sort it out tonight. Uh, well, Monday night. And I'm sure, well, I'm pretty certain that he will. It'll be a, I think it's still a full strength side. And if it is, they'll get in they, and United were to feel a weakened side. Well, let's hope they get the job done early and then uh, can make one or two changes in the second half. When I say the job done, two or three goals, because uh, if that be the case, one manager doesn't take it so seriously and one does, I'm pretty certain that there there will be um, a few goals in the game. Yeah, well, let's. Well, that'd be interesting. We'll, we'll stick our colours to the mast in a minute. I'm going to take you down memory lane before we do that because uh, you actually played uh, up at Old Trafford against Man United in the cup in the fourth round. In fact, in 1988, would you believe? Do you remember that? One nil win, or a two one no. loss, or two nil loss. We lost 2-1 in the one. league that year, but we lost 2-0 yeah. in the cup. Yeah, basically Brian McClare and Norman Whiteside scored for United. Mm. Yes, I do remember, yeah. I think John Ollins was, was manager, was he? Uh, I'm not going to go, so, but it wasn't a good one. I tend to forget them games that we don't win and, and seem to remember the good ones, but... Uh, yeah, he he may well have been, you know. I will tell you what, I'll remind you who was in the side because I, I found this. I've got this fantastic it, was website. There, was, I, was, it, was it a, was it a game where we played uh, five centre halves? Well, let me. You may well two be right. But might have played a bit. Two centers might have played a midfield, but never mind. Well, listen to this, right? We have got Roger Freestone in goal, Stevie mm-hmm. Clark, Colin Pates, Clive Wilson, Tony Dorigo, Bummers, Joe McLaughlin, Darren Wood, Kerry Dixon, Kevin McAllister, and Kevin Wilson. Well, you won't be wrong. That's for sure. Um, sounds like a Chelsea side that I was in, and. If- we lost, we lost. It's, uh, it was one of them games that we don't lose too often up at Manchester United. But no, we got a good record. That, that was one yeah. of them. I mean, the weird thing is, mate, I mean, I did a bit of, weirdly for me, I did a bit of research for the show on Tuesday and, and uh, from the same site, I, I hasten to add. But what I didn't realise is that uh, we've, we've actually played United a lot in the Cup, uh, but uh, they've won eight and we've, uh, I think, we've we've won three. So, uh They've definitely got the uh, the edge on us in the cup, but this is going, you know, way back. I think the first time we met them is in, two, is in 1908, so it does go back a while, but there you go. i tell you what really surprised me, talking about weakened squads. Um, maybe it was maybe it was because we had Holland as manager, I don't know, but Pat Nevin was on the bench. What's going on? Yeah. How could you put Pat on the bench? Well, there was various uh, things going on at that time. It was one of the not very good times for me at Chelsea, not good times for a lot of other people so you know Pat obviously was one of them and um, 
it was, he was obviously coming towards the end of his particular time yeah. at Chelsea yeah. in '98. So, yeah. you know, 88. He, I think he, I, 88. Yeah, I think uh, I think he stayed five years, and uh, I think he moved to Everton for five. So. Yeah, 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 interesting times. I mean, I didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't travel up there, but obviously, I remember remember it vaguely. But uh, it's always quite fun to look back at those, actually. But uh, you know, as I said, prefer the, ones, prefer the ones we've won. Well, I was going to say that. Yeah, I mean, I remember <laughs> earlier on in the season we talked about uh, you know when you got a goal towards the end of the match, and uh, a very good friend of mine went up there. I, I, I'm not sure if I told you the story off air. Probably it would have would have had to have been told off air considering what he did. If I if I well, haven't you told you, I'll get... tell you the next. I'll tell you next time I see you. <laughs> right, it'll you make you laugh. <laughs> Probably best, but put it, uh, suffice to say, he had a very good night. That's all I can say good. on that. Um, I hope, uh, Kerry, we have a very good night on Monday. Um, I, I think you've already kind of teased what your prediction's going to be, but uh, let's nail those colours to the mast, shall we? Yeah, I, I mean, I think Chelsea two one three one. Take your pick. I think uh, they'll get a goal somehow, and I think uh, I think we'll get two or three. Good. I'm glad to hear that you are. Uh, as positive as you are, I, 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 my, I'm going to, I'm going to err on the side of caution. I've just got a sneaking feeling that that Jose is going to absolutely, you know, rinse that game dry and be as negative and part the bus as much as he can. So I'm actually going to go for a for a one nil, uh, and a late okay. one at that. You know, I, I, I have a, I have a feeling that, you know, knowing Mourinho because we know him well from his time at Chelsea, he's he is whatever happens, he's he, he won't want to get spanked because he did last time he turned up. And I think he'll do everything he can to make sure that doesn't happen. So I, I see us winning 1-0. All right, well, it's been a while since we've disagreed. Um, I mean, I think we'll, we'll win. I think it's, it's a tight game. It always is. If they they put they do well, um, start well and play well, um, it'll be just a little bit tight. But I, I, as I say, with the circumstances as they are, I think uh, Chelsea will have the edge and they could even have, have the edge by a couple of goals. Magic, I'll settle for that, and I, I can't wait till Monday. As I said, I, there is nothing for me better than a, a, a big cup match against somebody like United, and the fact that it's on, uh, I mean, okay, it should be at God's chosen time for football at three o'clock on a Saturday, but failing that, on an evening under the lights, it'll be a cracking atmosphere, hopefully, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, are, you, are you going along, Kerry? Yes, of course, yeah, I'll be there. Excellent stuff. Well, enjoy your time. Uh, I would imagine in the in the where in the west, the west or the east. I'm never quite sure where you guys are, but enjoy it your time. The, it varies at the moment. Yeah, I thought it might do. Yeah, depends depends what gig you're on, I suppose. But enjoy your time on Monday night. Enjoy the game, and uh, I will speak to you next week, of course. Okay, thank you very much, Dave, and you. Pleasure, mate. Take care. Right, we're so, right. very yeah, very. Uh, for some reason, my computer is like half asleep, so it's taking. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, eighteen plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.